This is the Influencer Girl Lifestyle Podcast, Episode 9. Hi, I'm Monica Woodhams, and this is the Influencer Girl Lifestyle Podcast. I'm an influencer consultant and success coach, and I'm interviewing entrepreneurs, influencers, and industry experts who are making an impact and influencing the world so that we can start to live a life that we are so totally obsessed with. Hey y'all, I am here today with Heavenly Griffin. Heaven is an amazing mother and boss babe. She has created her brand around helping moms create that spiritual life and badass biz and really manifest the divine wealth that is within reach and inside of them. So this is a really fun episode where Heaven talks about everything from manifesting the life that she knew was meant for her, doing so as a mother, and the lessons that she'll be teaching to her son as he gets older. So enjoy. All right, y'all. I am here today with Heavenly Griffin. She is a business coach and wealth mentor. Her brand is Her Divine Wealth. And I'm so excited to have her on today to really talk about making your desires for freedom, wealth, and success all a reality. And it's not something that you have to wait until later for. It really can be now. So hi, Heaven. Welcome. Hi, Monica. I'm so glad you're here today. I am too. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Of course. Okay, so I think one of the things that stands out the most with you is just like just how sweet you are and just yeah. how like you really yeah and just how like you just believe that you truly like deep down you can tell like you know that this freedom and success really is for anyone who wants it. I do believe that no matter your circumstance and no matter what you're going through, I just feel like every single woman can have everything she desires and have it all. Did you always feel that that was true or is it something that you learned? No, it was something I had to learn because back then I used to think I had to go a certain route in order to have it all in an essence, but I didn't think that you could do anything you really wanted and then have it all. Does that make sense? Yeah, I I can definitely relate to that because at least for me, I was so set on um, studying a degree in business. And then that actually changed to advertising public relations. But I was like, I'm going to climb the corporate ladder. I'm going to become the CEO. And that's when I'll feel successful. And what ended up happening is I wasn't like fulfilled in what I was doing. And it just drained me. So it really made me reevaluate everything. And I know you, so you got your degree in business. And so would you say that there was something similar there or what was your story? I would say ours is very similar because I got my degree in business in hopes to become a CPA, which is a certified public accountant, and then climb up Mm -hmm. the corporate ladder. So I was similar Um, and it just didn't fit for me. And I knew that when I had my baby that I wanted something different. Mm -hmm. Was that the wake up call? Um, like during the pregnancy or once you already had your baby? It was actually, I believe I was three months pregnant. My husband just joined the military. So it was already crazy that he was gone. 
And Mm -hmm. I ended up deciding, what do I want to do? And I ended up turning down two internships. And I left my professional organizations. I completely took my degree online to finish it online. And then I moved to another state. So it basically all changed when I got pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) That is so much going on. But it's good because it catapulted to where you are today. Oh, yeah. I definitely don't regret anything. I feel everything happened for a reason. It was meant to lead me to my path that I was destined to go down to. That's amazing. So, and I think it's important to note too, though, that you did this all at such a young age because I think so many people are like, I can't have the business until I'm this age. I can't have a kid until I'm this age because I need to accomplish this and I can't get married yeah. unless I do this, right? It's like we create rules for ourselves. Yeah. In a way. So is it okay if I give a backstory of my experience? Yeah. So yeah. Please. my husband, at the time we were engaged, we were planning a wedding a year later and I, w- I was 20 years old when I found out I was pregnant. My husband and I have been together. We were middle school sweethearts. So I was 13 at the time when we started dating, which was so not like Mm -hmm. accepted in my family at the time. But we ended up really building a relationship out of that until when we transitioned into adulthood and we knew that we wanted to get married. So Mm -hmm. I ended up finding out I was pregnant while he was at basic training for the military. And that's when my whole world shifted. And I said, okay, I'm 20 years old. But what can I do out of this situation? I knew that I was destined to accomplish so much in my life that I was following this certain path. And then the pregnancy kind of steered it away. But for me, that was all a blessing in disguise because once I was 21 and I gave birth, it was the best thing that ever happened. And that kind of gave me more of a why to keep on going and to follow a path that I feel really brought me to my coaching business. So Mm -hmm. even though you're young, even though people say like, you can't do this, it doesn't matter what they say. You get to decide how your future is going to plan out. Mm -hmm. Totally. So you probably have the same exact conversation with your clients where you're even sharing your story and how it is possible. So what do you say when someone comes back and they're like, well, it works for you, but it won't work for me or it worked for her, but it can't be for me. What do you usually respond to So that? I usually ask them what their ultimate goals are. First, we'll work through their limiting beliefs, but it'll all end up backtracking to what their ultimate goal is. And it doesn't matter how young I am or how young someone else is or how much they've accomplished in, you know, five months of their business. It doesn't matter what somebody else does because it's not her story. It's not meant to be her story. So I go back and I say, what are these limiting beliefs that are driving you to think this way? And we work through it. We make sure that before she feels like the goal is coming, she has to know that she is grounded and she knows what she can accomplish. It doesn't matter what someone else does. It matters about what she believes and what she knows she can do. Mm -hmm. And there's so much power in 
really being able to identify that for yourself because I think so many times we even think that we want something and we're not accomplishing it. And maybe it's because like deep down, like we don't actually want it. We just feel like we're supposed yeah, to. Yeah. And I it. feel that is what happened when I was going after that corporate career, when I was getting my business degree, which I'm sure you can relate to. That's what I thought I wanted because that's what a lot of people I knew did. And that's what they wanted me to do. Right. And when I started my business, it was different. It, not many people heard about it. So I knew that it doesn't <laughs> matter what someone else says I should do. I get to decide what it is I want. And I get to believe so fully in it because I've worked through these beliefs. And I know that even if it does come up in the future, I can instantly switch in my mind that I deserve it. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's when you have this realization, it's like the entire world opens up for you. It is. It's crazy. I feel that just shifted the way I see myself, not only as a business owner, but as a mom and as a woman that gets to decide she can go after what she wants. Right. Do you believe that women specifically really struggle in this area and standing for what they desire? Or do you think it it's just everyone and it's I human nature? I feel everyone can, but for women that I know I'm familiar with and I work with, we have this belief that we are stuck to our labels. So I'm a mom, I'm a student, I don't have any experience in business. I don't have this belief in myself that I can do it because it's this label that society can place on us and not only society, but we place it on ourselves. So yeah, we stick to these labels and sometimes that can bring us down. And what I've noticed too is we get stuck in these labels and I'm just going to say we like generally women tend have the tendency to get stuck in these labels and maybe they don't even feel like they're truly like feeling successful in that area. And then they don't feel like they can do anything else until they have that mastered. So like, let's say um, a nine to five job, I've spoken to potential clients before who they're in the nine to five job that they don't love. They want something more, but because they, they're like, no, I'm a marketing manager and that's what I am. And I need to excel in that first before I can actually pursue my dreams. And I've also seen that happen with moms where like uh, moms who, and this always makes me so sad because all moms are great moms, but like sometimes moms get hard on themselves and um, feel like they have to be a better mom before they can start their business. I agree. I feel in every area of your life, whether it's career, relationships, it can affect all the other areas, such as this business you want. And sometimes I can relate as moms, we want to hold off on our dreams because we want to feel for fulfilled first in our life. And for me, I started my business when I was two weeks postpartum after giving birth. And <laughs> so I don't feel like we should be a victim to our circumstance because that is actually our strength. It's something that will drive us to our why. And being a mom doesn't stop you. You get to say, I can have the baby and I can have the business. I've heard some moms where they say that they'll wait till their babies are in school or in daycare. I used to have 
my son on discovery calls. I made it happen, <laughs> even though it's not technically professional. I could relate to my ideal client and they knew what I was going through, but they knew I had a business too. Right. I think that's so cool because yeah, on like the surface, you would think, oh my gosh, you should not do that. But it's like the people who you are meant to be working with, they're, they will admire that because they'll be like, okay, she's not making excuses for herself right now. And I want to be at a point where I'm not making excuses. Yes. And I believe that's how I attracted a lot of moms into my business because they said, you don't care that you have your son on live video or you have your son on a discovery call. (laughs) They wanted to be comfortable in that. And I feel that for me doing that, it was sort of validation for them that it was okay. So yeah, Mm -hmm. we are stuck to these labels that society gives us that this is what you should and shouldn't do. But I said, this is how I want to do it. And it ended up inspiring so many other people. I love that. And I think that's such an important message for everyone, no matter what it is that you're doing, that if you do you, you're going to inspire others. Because there's so many people out there who have bottled up inside like who they really are and what they really want to do that like you're bound to inspire someone if you are authentic yeah, to yourself. Yeah, and they'll feel that your clients, whether you're in business or even in a relationship, the other person will feel if you're not being honest with yourself or if you're not being your true authentic self. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's like and the deeper that you go into not allowing your true self to show, it's like whether it's a friendship, a relationship, whatever it is, things start to get a little, you know, stressful and overwhelming. And it's almost like the universe is saying like, okay, how many more chances am I going to give you to be like, to actually step into your authenticity because you're getting in fights with someone or you're doing this. And really all it takes is you ripping off the bandaid and being like, this is who I am. This is what I'm meant to do. And even though people think it's weird or strange or they don't get my business, I'm yeah, going to do it Yeah, I love anyway. that. People know. They just know because I feel we're all intuitive beings. So it's easy to spot when something's being someone's being authentic and someone's just trying mm-hmm. to be authentic. There's a difference. Yeah, for sure. Did you always know that you're pretty intuitive or is that something you developed? I feel over I've time? always been intuitive. It took me really understanding who I was for me to bring that to light. So yep, makes that resonates. Yeah, so with once me too. you are really fulfilled in these areas of your life, and once you really step into your power, basically, you can see who you truly are. And sometimes it was always in us, but you never really let it out. Hmm. Yeah, I can remember times when I was little and I would just really be making decisions based off my gut and it never led me wrong. And But at the same time, again, I was so caught up in just like the norms. This is what you do. This is why you make this type of decision, things like that, that I wasn't really tapped into it, I would say. But if I look back, every time I made a decision based on my intuition or my gut, it's like it always 
led me in the right direction. And I feel that's what happened with me when I got pregnant. I decided to drop everything and move to another state. I feel that although it was scary, it's what really led me to discovering who I was. Yeah. So during this journey of really discovering who you are, where did this, um, where did the element that you now include in your business of balancing the feminine and masculine energies, where okay, did that so come I in? I was able to really look into my past and see what kind of didn't lead me to where I wanted to be at the time. And it's because I was at the time going to school back to back. So summers, I never took off. I just went to school to graduate early. And then I wanted to fast track my success. I was doing internships. I was in a lot of organizations trying to do it all that I was really hustling to be successful. And for me, that was all masculine. It didn't feel easy because at the time I was working two jobs and I was also working at the school. So it was always back to back. I was doing something. I was always trying to make sure that I was getting closer to my goal every day. But I didn't take time for me. I didn't take time for me to just really flow in my life because my relationships were getting strained. Everything in my life, it was either school or work and that's it. So I wasn't taking time for Mm -hmm. anything else. And for me, that was all masculine because I was, in essence, trying to control my future. Yeah, for sure. I can relate to that as well because when I was in college, I was – so like in high school, I was definitely like – I I love going to school because I get to socialize and blah, blah. And then in college, something like just like snapped and it was like, okay, I want to get the best internships. I want to take classes during summer so I can – double major and do that all these things and i actually ended up becoming much more introverted and i wasn't socializing as much and so it was just like like you said i was just going from doing to doing to doing and those that was my four, four years in college just like and i think that set the tone for later on being so burnt out because i hadn't i wasn't even giving myself the space to really socialize that often, which is what I'm, I think part of the feminine is that community and friendship. Yeah, I agree. And for me, a lot of the thoughts that came were if you were for sure so balanced in your life, in your feminine, masculine energies, if let's say you looked back at yesterday, would you be so happy with the flow and the energy that you had yesterday? Or is there something you would have changed? So I look back at my past and I'm like, there's a lot I would have changed. And at the time I didn't see it, it ultimately led me to where I am now. But if at the time I at least took time to focus on who I was and who I was meant to be, I wouldn't have tried to control every little aspect of my life. I love that. And I I love how you ask that question to really like reflect because how many times are we like, I don't even know what just happened in like the last month. It just flew by because you're just going through the motions of the day and it was probably stressful to even do that. 
Whereas like if you could be really mindful about your day and flowing, you'd probably remember more because you'd be like, that felt so good. That day felt amazing. And if you're able to look back and say that I knew yesterday I was so grounded. I knew what my purpose was. I knew the intentions of the day and I accomplished it with ease. That's when you just know that you took full advantage of letting the day flow in essence. I love that. It's, I love having these conversations because it's such a reminder that life doesn't have to be as hard as we make it sometimes. Obviously, we're going to have hardships that come our way because it's life, but the day-to-day, the normal day-to-day, I feel like it's, it's like we overcomplicate We do. It. We look at our goals. We look at our schedule and we're saying, how much can I get done today? When that should be the opposite of what you're thinking. How can I make today easier? How can I make today flow? How can I decide that I can do this task, come back to it and feel so inspired and feel so energized? That's what I think. I love that. Oh my gosh. Everyone should like pause and write it down in their planner so that they answer these questions every morning because I know I'm going to. I'm going to start doing it as a journaling exercise. I love yeah. that. So when it comes to your business and balancing the feminine and masculine, how does that work? Because I feel like in the early stages of business, especially, there's just so much to put in place, to get on calls, to do this, to figure out that. How do you find the time to make sure that you bring the feminine side? Okay, yeah, I can relate. So. I know that when starting a business, you're trying so hard to do what everybody's telling you to do, to make sure the systems and the strategies are all in place before you can even, let's say, sign a client or make a sale. That's what everybody thinks when they start a business. For me, when I started my business, I said, how can I get my message out there? How can I show up with my own voice, my authentic voice, and really step into my power as who I am? And how can I reach my clients in a way that feels so good? And that's what I started with first. That's your feminine taking over. And you're saying, how can I really stand in my power and share my message in an authentic way? And that's what I started with first. The systems and the strategies, which is your masculine trying to control everything, you get to decide that that comes in later. Yeah. Wow. That's such a like opposite way of doing it than how I did it. And I wish so much I had done it that way because I can't tell you how many like nights I stayed up till 3 a.m. on Pinterest, like reading up on 40 different strategies. And then the next day staying up, trying to figure out which one I should do (laughs) instead of like listening to myself. And Because none of those articles know me. None of those articles know my business. So why was I giving them more power than myself? I agree. And with me, it was all about really reaching who I wanted to speak to. My website wasn't on point at the time. My branding was horrible. I just knew that eventually it was going to change. But how would I get my message out there first? And then I can go back and redo it, which I ended up doing later. Yeah, and it's beautiful. Your brand, seriously, everyone, y'all will have to check out her website because it's beautiful. It's it's one of those 
websites where you go to it and you know exactly and I've told you this before like I went to it and I was like yes like I can feel your energy just through the website you did an amazing Thank job you. With that. and I love to just give a real quick tip for anybody who's doing anything to place on their website or any launch that they have if you are planning something out just write first don't worry about making it pretty don't worry yet about the branding of it just start writing about your message and what you really want to offer. And then you can go back in and plug in place all the pretty images or the branding that you need because the energy has to be there first. Yes. Oh my gosh. I think that's yeah, an amazing Yeah, and that just tip. always worked. And you don't want to get caught up in the, oh, should I space this here and here while you're like really getting this download that's inspired to write on your website. It's like you're interrupting that because – you're focused on should I put yeah a picture here <laughs> next to it you know so I love that just like letting the words flow that are inspired and then moving on and getting the inspiration for the actual visual yes and that's how you make sure that all your inspired messages are already coming out and you don't forget it after you place that image yeah oh my gosh I love that tip y'all so speaking of your branding, so you your brand is Her Divine Wealth. So how did that come about? How did you know that you're in the coaching industry, helping women get their business started, that your expertise really is this divine yeah, wealth? So for me, the divine really comes in when you're really wanting to balance your divine feminine in your business. And my mission is that Every boss lady can manifest her divine wealth for a luxurious life and a thriving business because I believe every woman really can have it all. And this brand came about because the women who really wanted to have it all had these limiting beliefs around wealth and becoming wealthy in their life. So that's how my brand came about. It didn't have to just do with money because wealth can really go into your relationships in your everyday life, that it's both money and the lifestyle you want. Yeah, I love that. So how would you say during this journey, as you've really mastered this, how has it uh, benefited your yeah, relationship? So for my relationship, I would just give an example for my husband because we're really open and honest with our relationship. We really wanted to be able to let our energy flow if that makes sense. And with wealth, we always loved, you know, nice things and becoming parents. Some people would say you have to limit yourself in that. You have to scale back and really think of what else you have to prioritize. And for us, we decided we can have the priorities. We can be parents and we can be husband and wife and we can still have what it is we desire. So we both knew like, mm -hmm. hey, you want this or do you want to book a trip? So let's say in July, we are going to Orlando for Disney World. And we said, okay, yes, yes we can do this because we are, we are so connected to what we desire in our life. And we allow it to go into our finances too, where we say, we know what we need to pay. We know what we're saving. We know what we're investing in because we're also getting a new car. 
And we just know that all of this is going to be taken care of while still getting what it is we want. Amazing. And it's so cool that you're both on the same page with that. Were you ever worried that you wouldn't? Yeah. So I actually get a lot of questions about this from other women because a lot of them want their husband to really get up to speed with what they want. That I say, focus on yourself first. When I started my business and when I really started getting in touch with my own intuition and my power, I really just showed up in that way. And it wasn't just online in my business. It was in my relationship with my husband. And he just said, this is who she is. And this is who I love. And this is the kind of energy I'm going to match. I yeah, love that. So that works. It makes it less scary because I've had clients who are on this journey to really step into their next level self, who they know they are deep down, but they've just been afraid. and. One of the things that comes up is, what if my boyfriend doesn't like that version of me? What if he thinks I'm someone completely different? And so then that keeps them from really stepping into their next level self. Yeah, I can relate to that because a lot of women want to hold themselves back in fear of changing and changing too much. But here's the thing. It's that you were always meant to change. You don't have to stay the same person because that same person was unfulfilled. So this new person is fulfilled. She's enjoying life and she knows that she can have everything that she desires on her own terms. So your significant other will know that in the end, that's who you really were meant to be. And they should understand that. I think another important thing to remember is that as you grow, whether it's with your partner or if it's with a best friend, as you grow, different relationships are meant to be there for a reason. And sometimes, you know, we learn the lessons we needed to learn and then there's something even better as we move forward. So it's almost like if you are authentic to yourself and you really step into that, It's not going to end against your favor. And you just don't know how it's going to turn out because that's life. But if you know that you're truly being authentic in who you are, I believe at least that it does work out. Even if maybe it's not the next day, maybe it's two years later, it does work out. I agree with that. You have to know that no matter what, you are staying grounded in who you are. Eventually, it will work out as long as you're being honest, you're being authentic, you're following your intuition, and you're being open with your communication because that is a big thing in relationships that sometimes we can miss out on is we're so focused on who we are that we don't focus on the communication of who we are. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So now that you are a mom and you have really you and your husband have really connected on this concept of living your life, living the life that you desire and knowing that it is for you. Have you thought about how you are going to instill those values early on? Oh, with my son? Yeah, with your son. So like how a lot of times like our money mindset and things like that really comes from a young age and what we observe with our family. So have y'all thought about yet how you're going to really like – teach that to him 
Oh, or I love this question. Okay. So with me and my husband, we prefer to show than really talk and say. Mm-hmm. So for our son, we want to show him that this is a life we're living and we can afford it. So for example, some kids are taught growing up, you can't afford this or you are not allowed to have this. For our son, we decided we'd rather show him that he can have this and he can work for it and get to have it. But it's really focusing on what we actually show him and the life we actually live versus just trying to teach it to him. I feel he will most likely pick up on it just growing up because he sees how open and honest with our communication and the way we live about our lifestyle. And even with money, that's a huge thing. If we're open and honest saying that we can't afford this, but maybe you should work for it kind of idea is a good way we're Mm -hmm. thinking of going. Of course, it'll change probably as we go, but we're so confident in our (laughs) mindset around money. Right. And I think that's so cool in the sense that you're not instilling any type of fear on accident because you're just you're showing that this is how you live your life and it doesn't have to be scary you don't have to be scared about money and those are probably the feelings that little kids really latch onto is if they do hear the fear in the mom or dad's voice when they're having a conversation around money or something like that so if he learns that he doesn't have to fear that, then he can really just be like, go through life like confident and ready to work to get what he desires. Yeah, I and I'm, so cool. honestly, it's like even the thought of him growing up is just like, no, too fast. But I just know that <laughs> we want to raise him in a way that really leads him to his own path. We don't want to tell him you have to do this and this and this to be successful, you get to decide who you want to be to be successful. That's really what we want to teach him to be a man that knows what he wants and knows that he can have it, but also knowing that he must be honest with himself, honest with others, honest with, you know, his ethics and his values while still getting Mm -hmm. them. Yeah. And like you said, that's something that he'll learn by watching instead of you lecturing him on what to do and what not to do. It's you, you show it. I love that. So on a day-to-day basis, bringing this back to the feminine energy and the masculine energy on a day-to-day, how do you check in with yourself throughout the day to make sure that you're balanced? Usually with my day, of course, it's waking up with my son and trying to take care of him. But I usually have times between the naps and the feeding that he, I get to sit down, really get clear on my goals and what I want. And then I get to sometimes have time to journal or to meditate or to work. And it just feels easy and it feels like I'm flowing because I'm not forcing it. I'm not saying I have to do this by this nap time. I have to do this before he wakes up. I'm kind of just taking it as it goes because either way, I know that I'm getting the work done and I'm being really in touch with who I am. Mm -hmm. And 
right now you're in the process, you're about to launch your membership platform. So do you use the same principles as you're in a launch and like really preparing something to yeah, get out so there? I probably go against the grain with what is suggested for a launch plan. But let's say my last mastermind, I launched the day after thinking of it. And then with my membership site, this time I'm taking a little bit a little bit more time to plan because I want to make sure that these women know exactly what they're getting out of it. And I feel the way I show up is the way my clients will show up. So with my launch plan, I'm still making it easier for myself. I probably won't be doing, you know, a webinar every other day. I'll just be really active in my Facebook community. And that just feels really good for me. And for my clients, I say your launch plan doesn't have to be specific to this point, but you get to decide how to show up. That's really what you have to do. And it's just being there for who you desire to attract. Right. So what inspired you to create this membership site? I did get a lot of clients or prospective clients in that mindset of I can't afford it or... I just can't do it right now because I have to talk to my husband. I understand that. And for me, my one-on-one coaching price is more premium. So some people aren't willing to take the jump just yet. So for this (laughs) membership site, I knew that I wanted to reach every woman knowing she could afford it. So if they want to invest in a low-price membership to get coaching, to get trainings, to build their business, that is what empowers them. And when they get to that point where they feel, okay, I'm ready for the next level, that's when they can go into my higher level programs. So this membership site is really showing them that they can get the support, they can get what they need at any price they want. That's amazing. I love that because you're right. There are so many people who aren't ready to rip off the band-aid and just go for it. But those are also the ones that need the support even more, you could say. So I think that's really cool to have that place yeah, for and them. I, I feel because a lot of the women I track are moms just naturally, since I am a mom, I know that it's not just them making the decision, but it's also how it's going to affect their family or their relationship with their spouse. Right. So. I wanted them to be able to know I can still get what it is I want and I feel confident in paying this price. Yeah, I love that. What are you personally though most excited about? I'm really excited to work more with women on a bigger scale because I know this membership site will attract just way more clients I could work with. And for me, it's more also about the relationships I build with them. I just know that if I can affect one person's life by paying this just one monthly fee, I know that they'll be able to scale their business and feel so confident in who they are. That will just make me so happy to know that I inspired them to take action on their dreams and go for it. I love that. Oh my gosh. I feel excited too. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So people want to stay up to date on the launch of the membership site, where can they, where's the best place to make sure that they get updated and can sign up as soon as So I'm really active on 
my main platform, which is my Facebook group, that's where they all hear about the launch before it even launches. So that group is called Boss Ladies Manifesting Divine Wealth, really aligned with my brand. And that's where they'll get all the info. And if they want, they can even visit the website. Perfect. Amazing. Okay. So I love to wrap up these little chats with two questions. And the first one is, what is your current yeah, morning So my routine? current morning routine is sometimes fluctuating with my son's kind of wake-up call. <laughs> so usually my morning routine is waking up, I'm feeding him, I take time to do my journaling, and I will recommend a really good journal for this. If you are a busy mom, the five-minute journal is so good to just take five minutes out of your day to journal. And then I usually pull a card from my favorite deck, which is the Sacred Creator's Oracle. And I just know that once I do these things, I feel so confident for the rest of the day. I know my work is going to get done. I know everything I need to do with my son and around the house is going to get done. And it just feels good. And then sometimes I can fit a meditation in. So I know that I really am feeling grounded and my energy is up. Yes, I love that. I love how the intention is really for the day to feel good instead of just like diving in and just yeah. like, you know, how most people go about their day is it, they don't go about their day to feel good. It's to get, and like you mentioned earlier, to get X many things. Yeah, off and that can really lead to burnout. You want to make it easy on yourself. Totally. I, I'm right there with you. Okay. So then the next one is what's your favorite lifestyle hack? So this is any tip or trick about lifestyle, wellness, food, okay, business. So anything. maybe for me, it would be business because that's really my niche. And I feel for your business, try to automate as much as possible. So for me, my content is all automated and by that, I usually use a platform called SmarterQ. And that goes into my Facebook group, my Facebook page. All my evergreen content is automatically updated throughout the day and throughout the week. So I don't have to go on all the time trying to post an inspiring post. I just know it's going to happen already. Right. And... It, not only does that save you so much time, it probably sends, saves you so much time from like mindlessly scrolling through Facebook because I had a client actually ask me the other day, she's like, when you go to post in Facebook, how do you only spend like those five minutes on Facebook instead of spending 30 minutes because you're going through all your notifications and all of that? And my response was, know what your intention yeah. is for getting on Facebook, do it, and then close out of it. But this cuts that out. This makes it totally automated so you don't even have to Yeah, and I have another that. tip I for that, it. actually. For my phone to keep yeah. me off going on Facebook because you know when you have a notification, you're kind of just called to check it. So for me, I turned off notifications for Instagram, notifications for Facebook, even my Facebook Messenger all of that is off so that if I do get a notification, it doesn't ring on my phone or it doesn't show up on my screen. It only happens when I get to check it. Yeah. I like that a lot. Super important. Amazing. Well, Heaven, thank you so much for 
joining today. This has been so much fun and just really eye-opening on, you know, taking back your day almost. Like it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be overly complicated. It really can flow. And thank you a lot for having me on this podcast and really sharing my story and sharing my message. This just means so much to me. And I know that the women who are inspired and the women who get to listen to your podcast are going to get so much value out of it. Oh, you're so sweet. I really like the interviews that I've done so far on this podcast have each one, I go the rest of my day like on a high because it's just so inspiring and just so freaking cool that I get to have these conversations. Awesome, yeah. so, I feel that way too. And it you. just feels so good to be on this podcast with you. And really, it's more chatting. We're kind of just talking as women yeah. who know what they want. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yes, that is the goal. So I'm so glad that you feel that way too. So where can people find you? You mentioned your Facebook group, which I will link in the show notes. Is there anywhere else that they can yeah, so check you out? I'm really active on Instagram and Facebook and my website. They're all linked to Her Divine Wealth. Every handle, every everything attached to it is Her Divine Wealth. Awesome. That makes it easy. All right, Heaven. Thank you again. Thank you, Monica, for having me on this podcast. Thanks for listening to the Influencer Girl Lifestyle Podcast. Loved this episode? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review. For show notes and free tips and trainings, head over to monicawoodhams.com slash podcast. You'll be able to learn more about this week's guest and how to connect with her as well. Talk soon, y'all.